like I feel like the idealization of having a best friend is so like determined by our pop culture and like songs about that kind of stuff and whatever but I feel like also like social media has played a really big role in that by like people taking pics with their besties like we were both in a sorority like I personally the people I took pictures with like I uh, do I want to say this probably um we're not even friends anymore like that's that's the tea like it's that's the tea like we're not friends anymore and like they were only there like some of the people yes I am friends with them but it's other people that like I would be like oh let's take a picture you know like you're not really like best friends and then you go on social media even even me I'll be I'll go on there and I'll see people like taking pics with their friends and they're like super edited and cute and whatever and they're matching and I'm like dang I wish I had that but I do you know what I mean like it's that whole comparison culture hi friends it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the let's get candid podcast how is everybody doing today happy Thursday good morning or whatever day or time you're listening as always I love being on the mic with you guys and I'm so happy to be back chatting with you and there's so much to tell you guys Um, If you've been following me on Instagram lately, you know I'm kind of off-grid a lot more than I usually am, but with the semester kind of both ramping up and also my time in law school coming to an end, there's just so much going on and meetings and events and calls and symposiums and homework and just a lot happening over here, but I'm really excited to begin sharing with you guys the things that are happening as I am able to share them. Um, if you saw my Instagram stories this week, you know that I am doing good. I'm really excited. There's so much on the horizon for me. And I've been chatting with a lot of people in my life and just reflecting on how far I've come in the last three years, but really how far I've come in the last seven months of doing this podcast. And since I started working at Rella and all the opportunities that have come my way once I finally just realize that my passion is in social media and that I can use my law degree in social media and that my purpose in life is to help people and inspire people and make an impact in their lives because the people around me have made an impact in mine and sharing you know my wisdom if we want to call it that my advice my story and it just feels really good to know that everything that I am doing and the, where I'm investing my time, it's paying off and I'm just in a really good place um, mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, we're getting to where I want to be. I'm, I'm achieving one of my big goals, which is to graduate law school and I'm just really excited to see what comes next and knowing that the people in my life and people around me are also really excited to see where I go. Um, you know, the true people that support me. It makes me really happy and excited as well. Um, And yeah, I'm excited to chat with you guys on the mic and share that with you. As always, I love telling you guys what I'm up to. And I get to do a really cool episode with you guys today because it's with my childhood best friend. We've been best friends since we were 10 years old. We have literally been through it all together almost you know over 10 years we're going on 14 years of friendship um 15 almost which is absolutely insane and it's just really cool to 
to see how she sees me and chat with her um, and just see my evolution from her eyes and we talk a lot about growing up together and friendships and redefining friendships as an adult and staying connected even though we live in different states and have since we graduated college and just you know supporting each other no matter what even if we are on different paths and have different views and see the world differently she is still my childhood best friend she's been there for me through thick and thin and there were periods of our life that we didn't talk a lot or at all for months or years but we reconnected and we're so grateful that we did so I'm excited to share that conversation with you guys and hopefully inspire you to reconnect with an old friend that you've been thinking about lately or you know invigorate you to to nourish the friendships that have come into your life in recent months in recent years and celebrate the power of female friendships because it's honestly something that I never thought that I would have and knowing that I did always have it I just didn't see it and that you know now as adults her and I get to look back at who we used to be and be proud of who we are today and proud of those teenage girls who didn't have a clue but had the power to go for it and celebrate that in each other and yeah I'm really excited to share my conversation with her um lots of laughs lots of reminiscing it's just a good time it's a feel-good episode and I'm just in a really feel-good mood you know lately I've just been really I'm coming into my own and it feels really really good so yeah that's it's kind of the intro um a quick suck and sweet of the week my suck of the week is that it's kind of cold again and it's basically April and I'm annoyed that it's cold because I was in Miami um for spring break and it just I wasn't I wasn't prepared for the cold again I was honestly just mentally in summer um but I you know only a few more weeks and that's my sweet of the week is that there is five weeks till graduation it's almost here we are well five I think five weeks until the end of the semester I think graduation is more than five weeks from now but let's see hold on one two three four five six seven so seven weeks till graduation but five weeks until the end of the semester and that is absolutely crazy like and yeah we graduate two weeks after classes and finals end for us because we have to study for the bar exam and our university decided to put our graduation ceremony later than when we finished school for some weird reason but um yeah that's my suite of the week the the law school chapter is coming to a close and like I said earlier a year and a half ago I honestly never thought I would be here and just seeing where I'm at today and how far I've come I am unbelievably proud of myself and I can't wait to see what's next for me and of course share that with all of you but for now let's reminisce with my childhood best friend and without further ado meet Amber I'm so excited to have you on. For those listening, Amber is literally my longest friend ever. We met, I was 10. 10 years? I was 10 <laughs> in sixth grade. How old were you in sixth grade? I was 11. Yeah, because I'm a year younger. But yeah, so we've known each other literally since sixth grade. We went to the same middle school, high school, and college. Yay! But not planned any time. <laughs> like, and I, we, I wanted to have her on because something that's really special about our friendship is that we've gone years without being close or really like 
being like quote unquote friends, but our friendship has always been there. And it like, it's just a testament to true friendship. And we want to share the story of our friendship to show that a best friend doesn't need to be someone you talk to every day that you live near, that you're always seeing, you're hanging out with every night that knows every detail about you and like up your butt, knowing your business. Like it just means someone that like you pick up right where you left off every time and like you're safe with them and you can tell them anything and like they won't judge you. And that's exactly like what Amber has always been to me and what I've been to her. So just wanted to have Amber on. Um, But also Amber has really kind of done a lot, like different careers and different like industries and like interests. So we want to talk a little bit about that. We'll probably do a part two, but just wanted to, do you remember exactly how we met? Cause I don't remember. I honestly, cause I used to hang out a little bit. Cause, okay. So to start, I was in art, we were in the same middle school and it was like a magnet school. So we would have like different, um, different classes and stuff, obviously, but we would also, were you in the gifted program? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was in gifted. Yeah, so we we had classes together for sure. Um, but I would hang out sometimes with the dance girls because I I thought I fit in, but I did not because I was an art kid. <laughs> um, yeah. I was a weird art kid who like hung out with all the little grubby well, other art kids. Well, because you grew up dancing too. <laughs> I did. You grew up dancing too, but you chose art for school. Yeah, I knew the girls that were there because they were in the same dance studio as me. So I was like, oh, I would hang out with them, and I think that's how we met. Honestly, like through like our friends that were there. <laughs> yeah. So we were just talking about this right before we started recording, but the other way that we knew each other yeah. <laughs> was because we dated the same guy in middle school. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, not, <laughs> no, I, not at the same time. I think I was, I dated him first. I dated him like for two weeks in sixth grade. And it was like those like boyfriends where you just like hold hands in the hallways and like pass notes. And that's literally mm-hmm. all it was. And then we didn't even have like our, I had a Sony Ericsson like flip phone, like, we didn't, I don't think we texted. We weren't even like, we didn't even use phones for texting them. That's not what we had them for. Our phones were just to communicate with our parents. Like we literally passed. We call our mom. Yeah. We Hola, mommy. Just <laughs> and then I kind of, I don't remember the breakup or anything. We just like stopped. And like, I think I was really butthurt about it. But then a few weeks later, or actually how long after would you, no, you he dated another girl after you? Yeah. I know that. I, I'm not going to say her name, but I don't even he know dated who it another is. girl for like, I know. Um, but he dated another girl after you and she's super sweet. Like her and I talked about it too. And it was fine. And then he asked me out. I don't remember, but like, I don't think I ever kissed him to be honest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was literally just a holding hands. I think, yeah, we were on that same vibe too. And it was just like really weird because I was like ever so slightly taller than him. And for everyone who's listening, I'm a fucking, can I curse on this? Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a giant. I'm like six feet tall. So I, in middle school, I think I hit like five foot seven by the end of eighth grade and everybody else was still like five, two. (laughs) So, um, it was just like a very awkward relationship and it was like on and off and stuff. And it was just weird. (laughs) My mom hated him. Yeah. Well, you guys were on and off. Did you guys, were you still on and off going into high school or was it just through middle school? Yes. And then he cheated on me. (laughs) Allegedly people said, allegedly people would see him with other girls in the hallway and then I ended up well no because wasn't he dating in eighth grade wasn't he dating a ninth grader or in ninth grade he was dating like an 11th grader like he something weird like he? that yeah I don't know yeah. he was weird I we will I remember no it was eighth grade he was dating like a nine a ninth or tenth grader because I remember we were at middle school <gasps> that's right that's we right. like found out and we like had to find each other and we're like talking like how like 
we were just saying this other like we don't know how he gets girls because <laughs> he's not the most attractive person uh, like, our like, middle really. school <laughs> our middle school cells like we were not attractive either so it was on par but like hey. looking back <laughs> like we're just like I had style Kayla limited to everything please <laughs> limited to Hollister uh, justice oh, not the Hollister yeah. phase and the purple braces I remember when we would like iron our hair and like put like the little bangs with oh the bows God. like oh, oh yeah I think I also we started for, for, for reference it was 2008 to 2011 for those listening like we were in middle school 2008 to 2011 so it was quite an interesting style time it's as that well. time where the people that are like romanticizing now and I'm like how in the world like I was partially an emo kid and like how do you ever want to be sure. like that? <laughs> I mean I we're going to post pictures yes. of like what we look like in middle school. There's some really good pictures. Like we, like I was always. The, the one at your 13th birthday party kills me. <laughs> 13th birthday party. But um, I, Amber had an emo phase and like a, she was an art kid. So she had her like more artsy emo phases. And I tried to be preppy at one point and it just was not my thing. And, that. but like my, I've, I've never really like, my style has never drastically changed to be honest, other than from like, really colorful and shiny sparkly as a little kid to like but like my high school age like I was never like I I it just my style has always evolved but it was never like out there yeah. um but Amber's definitely was <laughs> and it just you look at us and like you would never think we were friends like we and in middle school like we were we were in the same orbit where we were we were always the like, best friends but we were never like we wouldn't like hang out off we we didn't have to be attached at the hip to like know that we like love each other and like like yeah. just like are close you know what I mean like yeah. some people and that's something that I've struggled with like my entire life is like having that like bestie who's gonna be like my maid of honor and like my cousin's gonna be my maid of honor so like that's off the table for a lot of people I'm not gonna have bridesmaids because I don't have enough people to be on my side exactly like I don't either and it's just like one of those things where I'm like everybody has their bestie who's like always attached at the hip and they call each other for everything I'm like uh, yeah but like I don't need that you know I need someone who's going to be there for me when it matters and not someone who's going to be there for me every single day yeah. you know like I have my I have my own sense of self that like I can handle myself but if I do need a friend like I know who to call you know what yeah. I mean same thing for me and like something I was talking about with I we've talked about it you and I but I was also talking about it with somebody else like I have friends like and close friends for different things and like depending on what it is I mm-hmm. go to different people first and like, that's fine. And also like every, you know, every stage of life that we're in, like you have like the people that you're, your friend, you're the people you associate closest with. So like, I have my college friends and like, I have my law school friends and like, I have two best friends while I'm in law school and I have Amber and another one of our friends, Kevin, who's my other middle school best friend. And that I met like the year after I met Amber. And like, those are the people that I always call like, those four, five people. And Amber has her like friend groups from middle school, high school, college, and like career and stuff that like she might go to first. But at the end of the day, we always know that like if something we don't tell each other like the little things, but when we do talk, it's like hours of long catch ups that like take like a weekend or two to like tell each other everything that has happened the last time we've spoken. And like we just tell each other like the big stuff, like the big monumental things. And I think that's so special. Like we don't need to get bogged down by like, so-and-so hurt my feelings because of this like we don't talk about like, the stupid stuff like we talk about like, the big ones that really matter because we know that at the end of the day that like even though we are we've always been in different like p- 
programs and like career goals other than dancing like we had nothing in common yeah like really but we built our friendship on like being there for each other and being supportive with each other yeah like we really don't have much in common to be honest but like it just it shows goes to show like your best friend don't have to be exactly like you they don't you know like matching outfits and like pictures and like all these different things like the same style as you it's like a what is a best friend like I to me it's just like I have really, really close friends and I go to different friends for everything. And I think to me, a best friend are the people that are always there for you, no matter what. And like, you don't need to talk to every day, but when you do catch up every few months, like for me and Kevin, it's once a year, (laughs) but like for me and you, it's like every couple months we'll catch up. And it's just like, it's like, we, we never stop talking. Like we pick up right where we left off. And like, I don't know. I think that's a true testament to friendship, which is why I wanted to have her on and like talk about this. Cause there's so much we can talk about, like our evolutions and stuff. And like, we'll get into that, but like, just, yeah, I don't know. I think it's really cool to, that we have nothing really in common, but our shared experiences like have bonded us. And like, I know that I could always go to you for anything. And like, I don't know. I think that's something that people like, they overlook that. They think that what they're, they're both the movies show that friendship is like, they think they need to have that. And like our friendship is definitely not a friendship that would be shown in like pop culture no and I feel like especially I was just thinking about that like in response to you about movies and stuff like it's so over idealized I don't know if that's a real word but like I feel like the idealization of having a best friend is so like determined by our pop culture and like songs about that kind of stuff and whatever but I feel like also like social media has played a really big role in that by like people taking pics with their besties like we were both in a sorority like I personally, the people I took pictures with, like, I, uh, do I want to say this? Probably. Um, we're not even friends anymore. Like that's, that's the tea. Like it's, that's the tea. Like we're not friends anymore. And like, they were only there. Like some of the people, yes, I am friends with them, but it's other people that like, I would be like, Oh, let's take a picture. You know, like you're not really like best friends. And then you go on social media, even, even me, I'll be, I'll go on there and I'll see people like taking pics with their friends and they're like super edited and cute and whatever. And they're matching. And I'm like, dang, I wish I had that, but I do, you know what I mean? Like it's that whole comparison culture. Yeah. I, I, same thing. We were, we went to the same college. We were in different sororities and like, we really in college, we barely spoke like, cause we both got so wrapped up in our own sororities and like the fraternities at each sorority hung out with and, like the parties. And like Amber has had a boyfriend on and off throughout high school and college like who we we went to high school with so like she would go visit him or he would visit her and like I was doing my own thing and but like we were always at the end they like there for each other and she actually took my graduation photos which is really cool and we'll share those too but um because she again art kid she's a photographer (laughs) Um, just yeah like I I don't have like you'd look on my feed and like I don't share like group photos with people like I don't have those. I don't have like a group of girlfriends or like, and I never did. And I wanted so badly to have it because I thought that you needed to, because that's what pop culture told you. And I thought I was less than because I didn't have that. And that's something that I really struggle with. There's just a feeling like I don't belong because I've always been myself and like, I've always just been too much. And like, I hate when people say like, I'm too much. I'm you're too much. You're too this. You're too that. You're too emotional. You're too passionate. You're too intense. You're intimidating. It's like, my question is like, what's the baseline? Yeah. <laughs> what the, like, why, why did, why am I those things? Like it, I'm just myself. Yeah. I'm just me. 
And like, are you like, is it because you're not living up to your full potential? Is it because, and I I've realized as an adult that it's envy and it's jealousy, but at the time, and even now I still don't see what people are so envious about. And like, so jealous because I'm like, I knowing what's going on in my head. I'm like, there's a lot of shit going on, but it's that I, and it's something that Amber and I both do well is growing up in dancing and, you know, ballet and all of that, like our presence, the way we carry or carry ourselves, we're disciplined to show that like everything's fine, even if we're hurting and like that, you know, stand tall, like neck, like chin up, like chest, you know, like all stomach in chest out, like that the, we were conditioned, but actually I think in a good way, like I want to do a whole blog post on what dance teaches you beyond just dance, because it's the discipline and the presence and like how to present yourself to the world that Amber and I are so good. And I think that's truly what people envy and envy. It's like a, an inner confidence that like shines through and like, it comes off as cocky or arrogant or pretentious. And I've my whole life, I've been told I'm a pretty little rich girl or like I'm a spoiled brat. And I'm like, I'm not any of those things, but it's that I carry myself like like I'm confident because I have an inner strength and an inner confidence, but I, and I project that, but inwardly I'm like a whole ball of nerves at all times. And like, I'm really, really emotional. I all cry at the drop of a hat. Amber knows that very well. I'm the same. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm such an intimate, I mean, I'm such a quote unquote intimidating person because of my height, because of my, like, again, quote unquote confidence, which I don't know where that's at. If you, if you see it, let me know. <laughs> um, but it's like one of those things where people will tell me, like they'll, they'll come up to me, like you said, and it's like, not that I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have turned on me because of jealousy too. And I'm not saying that I'm some kind of perfect human being. Like, I feel like so many people in my life have just dropped me because they're too intimidated by whatever I'm doing, which again, I don't see it because I'm, I have a whole mess in my head. I'm an anxious wreck. Like I'm always anxious. Like, yeah. I have no, anxiety. Same. Like it's a thing. Yeah. And like people have always just like stopped being my friend because of things like that. And I forget where I was going with this, but I feel like people don't stop to think like they also have shit going on. Like they also have yeah. things going on in their life. And like, it's that's not why social media. That's the hard part about social media because we all, it's a highlight reel. We all want present to present like that. The good stuff. No one wants to see the bad stuff, which I do share a lot of, I share a lot of the bad stuff. I have gone on crying. You know, I have emotional conversations. I share my good days and my bad days because I want people to know that I have them, but then people are also uncomfortable with sharing that because it's like, they feel that, I don't know, like that they, now that they have to, and it's like, no, if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. But it's something you said that people turn on you, like the amount of friends that I've had that have been girls over the years that have turned on me. And I have, I've had really dark friendship breakups repeatedly. And it was because of that envy. And it's like, they see something in me that I don't see in myself. And they use that. It's like a web, they weaponize it against Mm -hmm. me. They're resentful of it. And it's like, but if you were truly my friend, you would want to share that with me. And like, I don't know, like we could work on that together for whoever is feeling, you know, if I'm, if you feel that I have this inner strength and you want that instead of using it against me, maybe like, how do you find that? Let's work through it together. And that's why Amber and I have always been there for each other because we each, we know our strengths and weaknesses and we help each other work through them versus like 
judging the other person for their weaknesses and using it against them and then being jealous. Like Amber and I, we come from, we're, we're both Hispanic. We come from, we grew up in similar, like how, like families, like whatever, but different, our interests are different. The way we spend money is different. The way that we present ourselves is different. And neither of us has never judged the other person for that. Like I'll say like, I like, I tend to like nicer designer things. I, I just, I'm more into fashion and Amber doesn't think I'm a spoiled brat or pretty rich one. I don't think less of her for not being into those things. Like that's her. Like she doesn't like that. That's cool. But like some girls, like they feel like if a girl gets a nice bag or a nice pair of shoes, like that she, I have to hate her now because she has it. And I don't. And it's funny, like, actually, I just thought about this, like my 16th birthday, I got a pair of Louboutins for my 16th birthday. That was, (gasps) I remember that. And there was five girls. I think I was, I don't know if I was a fifth or like, there was like me and like five guys, five girls or me and four girls, but is it who I'm thinking of? Probably. Yeah. The the other three girls that were in that photo, I'm no longer friends with. Right. (laughs) And it was because, and I remember like looking back now, like I thinking back when I, because my parents, we were at a restaurant that has now closed, which is very sad because that place was, that place was cool. Um, but, um, I got, I didn't get the shoes at dinner. I got a cake with the shoe on it. And I was like, really confused. Like, why is there a cake on a shoe on a cake? Like what? And my mom was like, you'll get it at home, but that's your gift. And everyone actually, no, I think I did get it. Wait, was that the sleepover year? Was I there? Sleepover? I don't know. We, I slept over your house once. Sorry, the off topic. <laughs> I don't know which birthday that was, but I don't think that was the same year. But okay, I did okay. get the shoe at the restaurant because I have a picture holding it at the restaurant. And all the everyone there was like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, love it. And then I basically stopped being friends with them like we're not very long afterwards. And like, you never once, like, we never talked about it because it didn't matter. But everyone else there was like jealous that I got like an expensive gift, which like, I'm thankful that that's something my parents gifted me. It's a gift. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not like, like they're throwing things at you all the time. No, like that's it's thing. far from that. Let me, let yeah. me make it clear. <laughs> like, but it's just so funny. And see, like, I know your family and I know that they, they love you and like, they want to give you things because you deserve it. You know, it's not like you were like, oh, mom, please. Like, no. <laughs> for the record, I never asked for it. And I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I my, my t-shirt's from Target. Like, I'm not like you know I'm a jeans and a t-shirt girl just give me a nice pair of shoes and a nice bag to dress it up <laughs> that's my style I like nice things I like the finer things in life there's nothing wrong with that but girls love to be envious because they don't have that and like I think the reason to like another Ooh. of the reasons why Amber and I've gone along so well is that she doesn't judge me for that because she knows that that's not something that interests her so it's okay and like you got to know yourself and I think the important thing about female friendships like if you are not satisfied in yourself you are not okay with who you are and you don't love yourself as cheesy as it sounds like you're gonna project and you're gonna be envious of people and then those friendships are not true friendships because they're not like hate to break it to you but they're probably not healthy friendships and if you like I don't know every time like one of us were was heartbroken or something happened like we didn't immediately go tell the other person like but when the next time we caught up it's like oh, this happened. And by then we've already worked through it and we help each other work through it and we move on from each other. Like we don't need to like wallow in self-pity and like they, you also like girls are like, oh, like you're too good for him. Like, don't like, he's a loser. Like you're too beautiful for him. Like fuck him. If he cheated, like you're hotter than the other girl. Like 
I'm, I don't think that's true friendship. I really like think that's just, you're, you're hyping the other person up, but like, it's not helping anybody. Like we're just not. Yeah. It's not beneficial. And I feel like we were just talking earlier. Like we talked for an hour before (laughs) this. So we're like, (laughs) we're already caught up (laughs) for the month, but it's like, I I keep telling Kayla, like, I'm a listener. I'm not an advice giver. Like I'm not going to be the type of person because I can empathize, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what you need to do in the next steps, you know, because I know that's something that I've had to figure out for myself. So I let other people figure that out for themselves. And And what works for you might not work for the other person. So even if your friend does give you next steps, if you know deep down that that's not going to work for you, or you don't feel comfortable doing that, don't force yourself to do it just because your friend told you so or whatever, like to appease them. Or I don't know. I, I see that so many times, like, and like, also that's the reason, like when girls like don't, one of them's dating someone and they break up and like the girl was probably, the friend was probably jealous. So they're like, he's too good. Like you're too good for him. Never get back together with him. And then they get angry that they get back together. Why? Because they're envious. It's not for any other reason. It's not because, or I didn't like him. Like, don't date him. He's a bad guy, whatever. Like they start talking, they start bashing the guy doesn't mean that the guy was a bad guy it just wasn't meant to be it didn't work out you guys broke up and but then you tried again because maybe whatever you guys tried again or whatever and like the girl like is now mad at you that you your friend is your so-called friend is now mad that you're back together with the guy and it might work out this time or even if it doesn't and they they stay mad at you and it's like because they're projecting they're envious of you that they don't have that or for happened with me like the girl that I was best friends with in college I knew all along she was not a true friend yeah. to me. And sure enough, I got into a really toxic relationship my last semester of, sco- of college. And the minute that I escaped from that relationship, because it, it was an escape. And I talked about that on my wellness journey episode, if you want to go back and listen to it. But um, like, I lost her too. I didn't just lose myself. I didn't just lose my dignity because he ruined my reputation and he really hurt me, but she took his side because she was always yeah. envious of me. And she, I remember, I, I don't know if I ever told you this, Amber, I'm, I'm sure I probably did, but <laughs> this was also like three years ago already, but which is wild. But, um, she basically was like, I feel old. I know she told me like, she had a boyfriend and she told me like, please don't move home. Like even because I graduated a semester early, she's like, please don't leave me here. Like, I don't have any other friends, but you and my boyfriend. And it's like, well, that's not on me. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to stay here mm-hmm. just for you. Like, I have to move on to bigger and better things. Like, I I'm, I graduated. I'm going to law school. Like, I'm working. Like, I'm moving on with my life. Doesn't mean I don't love you any less. Doesn't mean you're not my friend. But she took it as the ultimate betrayal that I chose myself over her because she didn't have any other friends, but her boyfriend, but she made that decision for herself. And she never believed me with the toxic relationship that she, like she introduced us. I met that person through her. So then she ended up taking his side because she was angry that I ditched her. And it's like, I look back and I was like, there was so many signs that she was not a true friend to me, but like, that is the epitome of like, not a true friend. Like that is not, not okay. Like also if a friend's not truly happy for you, that you've moved on up in the world and you took a nicer job or a better job or bigger salary than them, or you're moving to New York from wherever you're from, because the opportunity Amber moved to New York. Hence why I said that 
So like, I was never envious. I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. You're moving to New York. Like, I want to see all the apartment details, like the neighborhood, like we talked about, like I, would I have loved to move to New York too and like do bigger and better things? Absolutely. But that wasn't the plan for me, but I was never envious of Amber having that opportunity. Like I moved home to after graduation in college and that for that friend so-called friend was jealous of me that I was moving on to bigger and better things if you realize like if you see that that you get a really cool opportunity whatever it is a job an award a relationship a a gift whatever it is like or you buy yourself a nice thing because you can and a friend is jealous of you take that or like they make comments of like I wish I had better oh my god like I don't know, different things. I don't know what girls say, but like take, take stock of that and like notice like, okay, maybe this isn't a healthy friendship. And yep. I mean, I'm also not trying to say like break up with all your friends. Like you don't have any friends. Like that's not healthy either. But like, I, I think what we want this episode to be is like reevaluate your priorities and what you, what is important to you? Like what your values are, what is important to you, what you want out of life and take stock of that. And then look around and see like, are the people and things in your life fitting what you want for yourself? And if they're not, make actionable steps to change it. And if they are, then great. That's awesome. That means that you're in alignment. And a lot of times it's not. And I also had another friendship breakup recently. She actually two, actually three if we count my roommate, but she was never my friend. Um, but two recently, because these girls, one was je- envious of me that we were in the same path in life. We were both in law school at different schools, but what I want out of my law school experience and like my career and hers are two very different things. And she couldn't reconcile the fact that we didn't want the same things. You don't have to do the exact same thing as your friends. You don't have to do something because your friends say that you should, or that they're, that's what they're doing. Like you, it, it, that's not healthy either. If you don't have different things, like you can't be together 24 seven, like same with the partner. Like you, even if you live with them or when you're seeing them, like you sleep over two, three times a week, like you should have a few days where you don't sleep with them, especially if you don't live with them, obviously. Um, and if you do like, make sure you go on, you don't lose yourself in a relationship. You don't go out on date night, uh, girlfriend, girl, girl dates, or like friends out with your girls or out with your coworkers, like, or just out on your own, like take alone time. Like if you're doing everything with your friends or a partner and you don't know how to be alone, like that's also something to like work on and like think about, but yeah, no, we just really like, this is something that Amber and I have been talking about a lot recently. Cause we're both going through like friendship breakups and like struggling with like coming into alignment with ourselves and like what that means for the people around us. Like another friendship breakup that I had, the more recent one was just because we're not in the same point in our lives. And because of that, neither of us is good at celebrating the other person because we don't understand what they're going through. And like, it doesn't have to be the same, but you have to be willing to understand it and like want to listen to another person's day. But also you can't, don't just come to you when it's a complaining. I don't want to only be there for you when it's bad. I want to know the good times too. And I realized like with that person, like we only ever bitched to each other about the negative. And we, when the good things happened, we had nothing to say to each other. And I just realized like, I don't want that negativity in my life. And I distanced myself. And I was like, I doesn't mean I don't love you and like maybe we yeah. can be closer at another time but right now we're just in different points in our lives and we just I need to I need to figure my shit out and I hope you do too I wish you all the best and like maybe we'll be close another time but like when we're not in the same city there isn't really that much in common because we're doing our own things 
Mm-hmm. And I just feel like all we ever do is complain to each other. And that's not healthy. Like Amber and I don't get me wrong. We start usually like, Oh my God, I didn't tell you something. We bitch about it for an hour. <laughs> but then after it's like, it all, we always end up going like, back. what's going well, like, like what's going well with you. Like we never, we never stop a conversation without. Yeah. We always switch to like, but this is the good stuff that's going. Like I'm, re- I've grown this much. I've done this. Like, I'm really proud of myself. I've worked through this. And then it literally always ends with, I can't believe we've been friends. We're so long. Like, I'm so glad that like, we could always, <laughs> you know, we pick up where we left off and like, we can share these big moments with each other. It literally the conversation every time and every time with us, like, it's like 10, memories. 10, 12 years. Sharing <laughs> memories. Been years? Yeah. It's been 12 because it's, it's been yeah. actually 2008. Wait, no, it's been longer. What is, what is 2021 minus 2000? I'm really bad at math. Yeah. I have a degree in science and I'm a graphic designer. Kevin and figure. I have been friends for 11 um, years. I think it is 12. 13. 13. It's like 12 or 13. Yeah. We're, we're a whole teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like it's we're just, a whole Gen Z kid. <laughs> yeah, it's just wild because Sorry. <laughs> we need to show you the pictures of us as kids. <laughs> like uh, we don't have any clothes. The, the old like the most recent picture you and I have is like from the day that you took my grad photos in 2018 and I was eating something yeah we were I, I was literally a, like chowing down on your like chapter hall br- banquet yeah, thing <laughs> I took like, her a meal plan meal plan as a, thank as you. A I, bank, I mean obviously I paid her but like I took her as extra thank you like to meal plan free yeah. lunch but like we, <laughs> the transformation and, and it just I don't know I want to share like how like and not everyone's gonna have a childhood best friend that's that's rare but like take like look around for the friendships that you 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 see that you you can be that person and that they're that person for you and like celebrate those friendships and like what's the word I'm looking for um foster that relationship yeah especially now as adults, when it's like so hard to make friends in the first place, because everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's busy, like whatever, everyone's doing the grind, whatever. Um, you know, like it's, it's so hard to, to make like real connections and friendships with people. So like, for me, sometimes I'll be sitting there alone and I'm like, I love being alone. I, if we want to talk like Zodiacs and Enneagrams, I'm a Taurus Enneagram type nine. Like I love being by myself. I'm a Sagittarius Um, (laughs) in a type three for anyone wondering which oh I knew everyone every one of my close friends has always been a three like that's just the the number I gravitate I have a lot of sevens eights I have sevens eights and nines but my law school best friends at two yeah yeah I'm which makes so much sense I'm between a two and a nine all the time but um what I was saying was like being being that kind of person like I'll sit there and I'll be like oh I don't have any friends and then you know I I always think about, I'm like, oh no, but I do. They're just in different places and like different parts of their life. And like, I'm so grateful that I have them and stuff like that. Like, it's literally, (laughs) it's literally like you and like my cousin, she's like my best friend too. She's like my sister. So like, it's not, I'm an only child. I'm again, love being alone. Um, (laughs) But I think it's really important to like, remember that and like be grateful for the people that you do have in your life. And like, don't forget about them because they're going to notice if you forget about them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And don't forget about them just because they're not doing what you're doing or seeing what you're doing every day. Like me and Amber, me and Kevin, like who Amber knows that we went to middle school and high school with him too. Like we celebrate the moments that we don't get to see every day when we do get to catch up. And like, that's like, if your friends aren't celebrating you and your accomplishments and your growth, then like they should not be your friends. Like if they're only, I have lost so many friends over that too. Not because like, 
it's like this thing where like they're I I mean obviously they're jealous and stuff. they're too afraid to celebrate their own accomplishments so they don't celebrate other people's or they don't have any accomplishments like they or that like not even gonna lie like they don't have any that they're proud enough of and they see someone like me switching my entire career and they're like oh like I'm not gonna be friends with her because like she was able to do that like and then they come up with some BS excuse as to why we're not friends anymore. You know, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little sore from one right now, so it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> no, but that's happened to me too. It's, it's literally the same thing with my friend from college, but because I was moving on to bigger and better things and she was stuck in her hometown with her boyfriend that she chose that yeah. life for herself. Actually, today's her bachelorette party. So it worked out for her. Yeah. Like, but you know, that wasn't the life that I was living. I was in alignment with myself. I think I think the, like the, the thread through this whole conversation is like, make sure you're aligned in alignment with yourself and then find people who are also in alignment with themselves. And those are true friendships and they don't have to be the same alignments. Yeah. They can be different, but like, because they're also in alignment with themselves, like it, it works. It's a healthy give and take because a friendship is a give and take. And some days you're going to have to put your own needs like down to help your friend with whatever they're going through. And that doesn't mean that they're not there for you. Like, it's not like a, it's not like, um, like I have to bitch about something. So then now it's your turn to bitch. Like if only one of us has something to bitch about, that's okay. Let me like, you know, just be there for me. Like, don't, don't try to one up me with like stupid shit going on in your life. Like, just like, mm-hmm. let me work in my own shit. All right. Okay. Like, are you feeling better? How are you doing? Like we check in and it's like, all right, on to the next, like the, the good stuff. And then, then we both share our good things. Like, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Friendships are such a weird thing because again, I think a lot of it is pop culture and a lot of it is like social media and like seeing what other people are doing, but just know that like, just because people are saying that they're their best friend doesn't mean that they really truly are. And friendship breakups happen all the time. And that's, a, they're not always for the worse. Like they're sometimes they're for the better. Like sometimes they're really needed. They're dead weight you're holding on to, And it sucks to think of someone mm-hmm. that way, but we say that about our bad boyfriend that they're dead weight that we shed. So why can't we shed bad dead weight friends? Yeah. They're all relationships and like either way, like it's all a relationship and, and friendship break, breakups, in my opinion, are harder than regular breakups. And I, I mean, I've only been through like one or two, but like, it, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I feel like relationships, especially with friends have to be cultivated. And so like, based on trust and like I will say also like the alignment thing also goes with dating like you don't want someone who's gonna be like you don't want someone who's gonna be like oh like can you be here for me I don't know I I can't think of a good example but (laughs) it's like no but I agree it has to be an alignment for dating you you also have to know yourself and love yourself before you can open yourself up to someone else you know what I mean and that's something that I always tell like I've told you this before I tell my friends who are dating right now like before like all this stuff like you just have to like love yourself before you can love someone else but you can also work on that while you're looking and actively dating other people yeah 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 you can still work on yourself exactly 100 that's what I wanted to say you don't have to be fully self-actualized you don't have to be fully self-actualized like because I know people like they think like with the whole self-love thing that they, they, they took it as I will never be able to date someone until I love myself but like that's not true. You just have to like, cause they think that they're not good enough if they don't like love themselves or like they, whatever, but that's not true. The whole thing is like, you just need to be 
willing to do the work on yourself. Self-love means willing to put in the work for yourself and want to be the best version of yourself. And it's constantly, that needle is always changing. Like it's not, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to this weight. I'm going to lose this amount of pounds. I'm going to fit into this brand or this whatever. And I love myself. No, there's no, there's no goal. There's no timeline. There's no end goal. There's no finish line. That is a constant process that is evolving mm-hmm. as you evolve. Cause as you're evolving, your actualizations evolve with you. So doesn't mean that you like, just, you just have to be willing to put in the work on yourself and you can do that work in the relationship because if that person is in alignment, they're also doing the work on themselves and they're willing to do it with you and willing to do it together. And that is what a healthy relationship looks like. So when we mean like self-love, it just means that you're, you've acknowledged that you need to put work in yourself and that you, and, and also we, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast too, like looking back and celebrating your accomplishments and looking how far you've come and being proud of yourself. That is self-actualization. That is self-love being proud of yourself because not everyone is always going to say that they're proud of you, like your friends, your family, they're not. So you have to be the one to do it. And that's not like, and I struggle with that because words of affirmation is my love language. And I need praise. I need praise to feel good. Like I want acknowledgement. Like I feed off of that, but I've realized in the last two years that if I'm not giving that to myself, no one's going to give it to me. And I'm very grateful for my best friend, my call, my law Mm -hmm. school best friend, like who, who told me that he was the one that was like, you want everyone else to want you and like you and make you feel like you belong. But do you feel that for yourself? Like, do you love yourself? Are you proud of yourself? Like no one else is going to tell you, you have to be the one to do it for you. And I was like, but I'm out of all these things, all these reasons why I can't do that because I'm not there yet. I'm not good enough. And I realized I wasn't self-actualized no matter how much work I had done on myself on therapy, I still wasn't there yet until I, this it happened in the last few weeks, literally like as I started this podcast and I was telling Amber the text I sent him last night, like being willing to be safe in your emotions and like be willing to, to look back and be proud of yourself, even if it was really, really hard to go back and do that work. But you look back now and it's like, I'm glad I did it. It fucking sucked. And I shed a lot of dead weight and a lot of friendships and I lost a lot of people, but now I'm in alignment or I'm getting to be. So now I'm open to receiving the actual love and friendship and like beauty around me. And that's what we mean by self-love. Yeah. A hundred percent. I also feel like, like you said, like the work is never over. Like I'm looking so right now <laughs> going through it because I really hate my haircut. Shout out to the stylist that messed it up. Um, but <laughs> I've always been super insecure about my hair. Um, But I'm looking back at pictures from like two or three years ago. And I'm like, wow, my hair looks so good. But you know what I was thinking back then? I was like, my hair looks like crap. I hate myself. I'm not going to ever do anything outside because I hate my hair. I'm not going to do anything and go anywhere and take pictures and whatever, you know, like that's super superficial. But like, it's one of those things that like, I'm still working through. And like, yeah, yeah. And I, I also really like, I don't know, I've started to get tattoos and stuff. And like, that's a way of me expressing myself and like giving myself self-love because like, I love my tattoo and I love the way I look with it, you know? But I think that's important. Other things I'm still working through. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other part of self-love is the physical and that's not vain. That's not vapid. You want to see, you want to like what you see in the mirror because 
that is, yeah, everyone does. That is the reflection of the work that you've done on yourself. And yeah, it's something that I'm really struggling to like for Amber, it's her hair and her tattoos. And like, for me, it's my body, my, my nose, my, my, like I struggle with body dysmorphia, which don't is, get me started on my nose. Yeah. <laughs> like for me, it's Oops, my, my nose. And for me, it's my weight fluctuates. And one day I feel really curvy and one day I feel really skinny and one day I feel heavier. And one day I don't fit into my clothes or it's too tight or it's too big on me because my weight fluctuates so much. Like I'm a true size four, but some days it'll be way too tight on me and others it's huge. And I'm like, I can't size up or down. Like they, then they won't fit at all. But like, I go through the same thing. <laughs> in my, I'm in my true size and like, it still doesn't fit me. And I like, that's a mind fuck. And I realized like, and Amber and I are both working through our like hormone journeys and like figuring that out as well. And like, it's that it's that our hormones aren't regulated and our bodies out of whack. And like, you know, I, uh, I realized like I, well, I, I went off birth control and now my boobs have deflated. And when I gain weight, it's not visible anywhere, but my boobs and my butt pretty usually. And which isn't a bad place to like gain weight. Like everyone says that, like all the guys, like, that's a good thing. I'm like, everyone's so jealous. And I'm like, it is a good thing, (laughs) but it's also a mind fuck because then you lose weight and you lose that, but then you like that you had it. So it's like, I don't know. I'm okay. Real quick. I, there's this thing. Okay. For me, like I, I am very tall, but I also have curves. Like I'm curvy and like, I have hips and an ass and like all this stuff. And it's like, it's so frustrating to me when people are like, I'm so jealous. Like you look so good, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, genetics, bro, I literally bro. hate myself. Bye. Genetics. <laughs> like, it's genetic. Stop asking us how we get this body. It's genetics. Exactly. Like you Everyone's can work out, like, how do you, you can work that? out every day and be like in the best shape of your life. But like, there's something that, that another person cannot get from you. Even like, even if they do the, me and Amber could do the exact same workout and we will never look the same. Like, yeah, no, like we're, we're different people. Like, that's the thing. I I don't love that. Like, I know this is like totally off the topic of friendship. No, but I think um, it's important to, we can take it back to friendship because I think celebrating that journey for your friend and like not comparing yourself to your friends, like they're going, like you can't do the same workouts and eat the same. And you can't, you can't live the same lifestyle as your friend because you have a different genetic makeup. And I think that's the other, that's another aspect of friendship. Like I agree to not go off. Like, I'll let you like, we're, I'm going to end this tangent. So you can say what you were saying, but to take it to friendship, like, like it's okay to not look like you're, you don't have to look like them to say that they're your best friends. You don't have to look like you don't have to dress the same. You don't have to do everything the same because it's not going to look the same on you. So yeah, that's how it goes to friendship. Comparison is the thief of joy. And like, that means your friends too. Like don't compare yourself to your friends. Chapter 30, when you're on chapter two, it's never going to look yeah, the same. I love that. All right. Anyway, you got to pull you? that quote, pull that quote, All right. <laughs> put that on I a will. graphic girl. All right. What were you saying? Um, no, it, I was going to agree with you. Like, I feel like the amount of friends that I've had, like I've never ever come. I mean, I'm not going to say never I've compared myself to people that I've been friends with, but I get over it like this because I know that me, my six foot tall ass is never going to look like them because I'm not tiny. I'm not like a lightweight little girl. Like it's fine. It's not going to happen for me. And that's something also like we can talk about like fitness and stuff on another time because like I've been I've been lifting weights since I was 10. Like yeah, I've been a bodybuilder. Like, so 
Well, my dad is an ex bodybuilder and my mom was a personal trainer. So was my dad and I, they were both nutritionists and all that stuff. Like I've, I've been raised that way. And like all of a sudden, like this past year, duh, COVID was a thing, but like I gained so much weight and like, it's a lot of it is due to like stress. I moved twice in the That's past the couple thing of people years. Like about that it's, there's outside factors yeah. of like gaining weight, not just eating yeah. and exercise. No. And it's like, again, back, I guess back to that whole point is like, I I'm never going to look like the people like I have to follow, like for me, I've, I've deleted all the influencers that I don't look like, like aside from a couple of them that I look up to because they're fun and cool and whatever, a lot of like fitness people, I have to follow people who look like me or else I'm going to have unrealistic results and unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Like I follow Whitney Simmons because we have a similar body type you know, or like I follow Alicia Marie because we have a similar body type, like people like, I don't know if you know who those people yeah. are, but like those YouTubers and whatever, like I watch them because they, one, their content makes me happy. And two, I could see myself being friends with them. And like, that's super important yeah. as well. And okay. I think that's what you need to look for, like in girl friendships and even guy friendships. Like you can't be like, you can't be like, this person has this. So I want to be friends with them because like, they're going to make me a better person. No, you have to be like a better person on your own and like be a good person to them. And that's how a friendship cultivates. You can't, you can't be in a constant battle with them. And that's how I've lost so many of my friends is because they're in this like weird one-upping thing with me. Yeah. And I'm like, literally calm down. Like you're it's fine. Not about, like, it's not live your yeah, life. <laughs> you do you. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about like friendships with guys, like guy and girls, like they can't be friends like that whole thing. Cause we both have guy friendships, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, mine, mine are few and far between now, but yes, <laughs> but no, but before that, yeah. But like, it's, I think it's important to, to broach while we're talking about friendship in general, but yeah, I want to talk about the social media thing that like you said, like you have to follow people that look like you or you follow them because they make you happy. If you yeah. are comparing yourself to people online, whether you know them or not, and they don't serve you, if you feel anxious or shitty about yourself, because you're seeing these people, why are you following them? You're, you're hurting yourself. Like do yourself a favor, love yourself and be in alignment with yourself and have the strength to say that this doesn't serve me. And that's, that's the other way you lose a lot of people. When you say that this isn't serving me, this isn't making me happy. You're not paying my bills. You're not, you know, you're not adding any value to my life. You're only, you're only taking away from it. You're adding negative energy. You're, you're sucking life out of me. Remove those things that are doing that. And that is how you get into deep, better alignment with yourself. And it's okay if those people were your friends and they're not now because they make you feel bad. That's not a reflection of like, it's, 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 it's not a reflection of either of you. That's just you listening to yourself and listening to your body and listening to, to who you are and what makes you happy. And like, you know, they say like, it's not a, like when someone projects on you, it's not about you. It's about them. Like if they get mm-hmm. mad at you for that, then that's on them, but you did it for you. And the only person that you need to answer to is you. Yeah. A hundred percent. And like, I, there's I, so many, <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I was going to say like, I've, I've, I've removed so many people from not just my life physically, but also social media. I just, if I noticed I was skipping through their content for whatever reason, I unfollowed them because like, it just wasn't serving me. I was skipping it already. Why is it taking up space in my life? Yeah. Like, I want to take up space and be fully in alignment and like live my best life. And if people are around me that aren't adding to that, I'm removing it. And that's okay. And also you don't have to tell them. Oh no. And if they're like, Oh, sorry, I unfollowed you. Like, don't be sorry. You know, don't don't say sorry. You're living your best life. But if they ask you, it's like, I'm working on me and it's not, it wasn't, it's not personal. It has nothing to do with you. 
I have to do this for myself. And I hope you understand. And if they don't understand that, that's even more of a reason to like that red flag, that's a red flag. (laughs) And if they do understand, then just say like, maybe some other time we can catch up or like, I would just wish them the best and say like, leave it open-ended. Like maybe one day we can be friends and we can catch up. And if that one day comes great. And if it doesn't great, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, be the bigger person at the end of the day. Like it's always like, you know, I'm going through something right now. And it's like, it's this whole like immature thing that happened. And I'm not going to talk about the details, but like, it's just this whole, like, misunderstanding and jealousy and things like that. And like, just wanting to be, I don't know, I just want to be my own person and like do my own thing without like fear of judgment and stuff. And if these people are constantly judging me, like, or this person, I'm gonna be like, see you later, you know, like, and and like you said, if they can't accept that you're going to change your life and like change the people you surround yourself with, then they're not good people. Like that's the end of the day. Like they're not, you know, they're not in alignment with themselves and you can't actually, before we go into the, like the male friendship thing, same thing as with the partner, you like girls love, we have a fixer mentality where we want to change a person to be a picture that we have in our head. The same way you can't change a partner. You can't change a man. You can't change his ways. Like he is who he is. And like, he has to be the one to want it. Same with the friendship. You can't make your friend be in self-alignment to fit the mold of a friendship that you need them to be in your life. If they don't fit the friendships that you need in your life, it's okay to not be friends with them, but you can't change them. And you can't be upset that they don't fit that mold. That's what happened with my friend, me and her in college, we got into a big nasty fight because she wanted to put me in this box. I had been for her while I was in college and guess what? I've moved on Mm -hmm. and she couldn't understand that I've evolved and that I wasn't like the same version. I was in college. I wasn't that person. Two months later, people can change in a week, in a few months, in a year, like, and if you're not doing the alignment, the evolving yourself, you won't understand that. So if that person isn't in alignment with themselves, if they're not doing the work on themselves, they will not understand that you are. And that's okay to remove that person from your life. Be nice about it. Don't burn bridges. Cause you never know unless they, they do you wrong. And that's a different story. But like, if they've, they've never outright hurt you, but they're hurt their, their actions and their words. And like, their projections are hurting you that's okay you are allowed to remove that person and move on right and like yeah a tiger is not going to change their stripes (laughs) you can't make like if you if you start dating a man whore but you want him to not be a man whore just because you want him to be your boyfriend you can't he needs to make that choice that he wants to stay with you like you can't force him to because then guess what he's going to be cheater and then the only person getting hurt there is you He's going to resent you for that. And he's going to resent you, know? you for making like, him change. Yeah. He's going to, or he's going to feel forced into a box and he's going to change for you, but then he's going to start resenting you. Exactly. So it's the same thing with friendships. Like you can't make someone be something that they're not. And that goes through right. friendships too. And if they are not willing to do the work to be in alignment and be in your life in a way that is healthy for you, that is not a true friend and that's okay. And it's time to go doesn't mean they're a bad person. It just means that they're not the right person for you to be in your life. And that's something that we've learned in relationships and in friendships. Um, but I think it's something really important to mention because again, the Instagram highlight reel and like public perception and pop culture. (laughs) But I want to talk a bit about like we, me and you have both grown up here and guys and girls can't be friends. And like girls didn't like that we had guy friends and like 
all of the bullshit that comes along with being friends with guys. So I want to talk about guys and girls can be friends. The only, the, the caveat is neither of you can have sexual attraction to each other. Mm-mm. And if one of you does, then that is not a true friendship. They're always expecting something else. So you need to leave that friendship. But if neither yeah. of you have any physical attraction, then it's fine. But you have to, with all relationships, all friendships, there has to be boundaries. And if a boundary gets crossed or gets broached, you got to say, like, you got to be the bigger person to say, like, we can't be friends anymore. And it's, yeah, it's not because you don't care about them or whatever. Like they're not, again, not a bad person. It's just, they, you, they no longer can be in your life. So we, you and I both have guy friends and like Kevin is my best friend from middle school. Like I had a crush on Kevin and I, I don't know if you remember this story. So we got into, we got in trouble. We were in detention in seventh grade and I was lined up against yes. a wall and I was, I had never been in trouble before. I was freaking out, panicking, crying. I thought my parents were going to kill me. And this random kid comes out to me, wipes my tears. And is like, don't, don't, I don't know what he said. He's like, don't cry. You're going to be fine. Everything's fine. I fell in love with him right then and there. I never <laughs> saw him again. I never saw him again until eighth grade Valentine's day. Um, oh. I don't know if you remember that party. I forget whose house. No, I don't. Which party was that? It was Valentine's day, eighth grade. It's like the dance. No, no, no. It wasn't a dance. It was like someone's house. Um, oh, I don't remember that. What? It's repressed, probably. I didn't. I probably. Oh, oh, oh! I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. we were. I had. A, I, I hadn't seen him. I never saw him again. Like that was seventh grade, spring seventh grade. So literally a whole year later, I never saw him again. Like I saw him around school, but I didn't know who this was. And so eighth grade, I see him at the party, and I literally was still in love with him because <laughs> he saved my life, basically. And oh. I like. I got his number that night because we finally actually met in person. And then I wouldn't stop texting him. Like I was really annoying. Obviously like eighth grade, like I was 13 years cool. old. Same. And like, and I was like in love with this person. And he was like, he broke my heart. He was like, I care about you too, but I see you more like a little sister than like a girlfriend. <laughs> I was pissed. That's so, that's so something he would say. That is, exactly. <laughs> like I was pissed. And I like was so angry with him for a while. And then I don't know how we actually became friends. I was like, well, I want you in my life. So if I'm only going to be your little sister, like then that's okay. And his name in my phone is big brother. And it has been since that first big little, (laughs) first big little, like it has been big brother since eighth grade. Like Kevin will forever be my big brother that I never had. And, and then, yeah, so that's how our friendship started. And like, I, I had a crush on him, but like neither, like it never went anywhere. And like, so there was never, never evolved. there was yeah. never attraction ever. It was like a crush because he was nice to me. A boy was nice to me and I had a crush on him. So that's unhealthy. And that's how it happened for a lot of people. Yeah. That's a healthy <laughs> yeah. male, female friendship. And then my best friend in college, there was a relate, like we did talk and stuff. And then we realized like, this is like, we're actually, we're not compatible. Like this is weird. And we were like, we like ended it right then and there. And that's it. Like the attraction was broken and we never broached that topic again. So it's a healthy friendship. And like, we're not as close as we used to be because our lives have changed, but we're still friends and we'll always care about each other. And we talk every once in a while. And then my law school best friend as well. Like there's never been anything there ever, 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 and never will be. So it's okay. Like we're able to be friends. And I just think like, you have to know, like, it's okay. You can be friends with, like, you can be friends with someone that you've had attraction to 
but you have to no longer have attraction to them. And it's trickier in that situation because there was once an attraction and you are like emotionally like invested and like romance, you were at one point romantically invested in them. But, and if at any time that you go back to that, that's when you need to stop it. But if you don't have any emotional investiture and you're not attracted to them, then that's fine as long as they're not attracted to you. And obviously that's harder from the guy's perspective, but we can't talk about that because we're not guys, but yeah, (laughs) you know, and, and also like my guy friends hype me up, like, and not in a weird way. Like if I send them like a picture of an outfit, they will always like, you look beautiful. Like you look great. Like go have fun. That's okay. Like they're allowed to give you compliments and like tell you you're attractive. That doesn't mean they like you. So like be mindful of that. But I just wanted to bring that up because I think the whole like guys and girls can't be friends. Like there is scenarios where yeah, they can't be friends, but that's not infinite. Like it's not, it's not mutually exclusive. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I will say I don't have very many like guy friends anymore. Um, Eric is my best friend. That's my boyfriend, by the way, everyone who's listening, Um, (laughs) which they've been together forever. And we've been together for almost nine years. Yeah, almost nine years. And like that, we met in high school. Like it was cute. Well, we'll talk about that another day. But um I have friends now, like in the new city that I'm in, um, who are guys, but they also have like are in a relationship with a girl that I'm friend with or friends with or whatever. But I will say in middle school, I was quite the guy friend haver. Um, I yeah, and like you so I think I used to hang out with Kevin a lot more because he was in that like inner, like that little yeah. circle of friends that I was in for whatever reason, but I played video games. Yeah. I think that's how we reconnected to be honest. I think that's how you and I got close again in eighth grade. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I played video games in middle school, like call of duty, like on the Xbox kind of thing. And I remember specifically being approached by one of the more um, coveted boys in middle school. Can we, you um, put it in the chat who it is. I need to know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't know um, who we're talking about. You're going to die. You, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm and in like, love with him still. <laughs> See, I never cared for him. I was like, oh, he's too skinny for me. I have so me. much to tell you um, about <laughs> <afterwards>. <laughs> Yeah, please. Um, but like, you know, there was that whole group of guys that hung out together and whatever and I remember being in I don't know it was like civics class or something and like this guy in question asked me for my gamer tag for xbox and literally I never all knew the girls, this wait what I never knew this. yeah yeah well and like he would like ask me like oh like you know do you do you play like do you do this and I was like yeah I play this like whatever like I was super casual about it because I didn't get, I don't was like oh, was this guy I don't really care about him you know but um literally every other girl in that room was like oh my god how did you get and him they to start talk calling to you a bitch and you're a whore and yes like, yes so and toxic. this is why this is why I lost all my girlfriends in middle school except for the girl the other girls who played video games I don't know yeah. <laughs> and then you 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 didn't care for you didn't care about video I games I had no idea like, this oh, was happening first of all second of all I've never cared for video games so like it didn't bother me yeah I'm gonna write in the chat like who it, it was those people were so mad at me. Well, yeah, obviously. And there were people <laughs> that I was friends with too. Oh, and, 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 oh, this is sneaky. That one specifically. Oh yeah, I know that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it's all good. We're all, we're, um, I don't speak to any of those people aside from one. And yeah, I only we can talk about one. this after. 
Yeah, and it's probably the same one, honestly. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Sneaky. If you're listening to I still love... talk to two. I put them. Love you. Yeah. Oh, I don't talk to the first one, but the second one I do. Yeah. Every so I often. talk more to the second one, too. Me, too. Which is so weird to me, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You were probably so confused right now. Sorry. This is what happens when you're friends and you just, like, can finish each other's sentences, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know that you knew him like that, like, at all. Like, I didn't oh, know yeah. you ever, like, talk, you spoke ever. No, and the funny part is, after that one class, later on, we got paired together in, um, in science class and everyone wanted to switch with me and I was like I do remember that I don't I don't care you remember the the science the earth science class that we were in yeah everyone wanted to switch with me and was like oh my god like you're so lucky I had him for sixth grade science I had him as a partner in sixth grade for science yes and mine for me it was in eighth grade we talked about this I remember and and everyone was like we had to make ice cream together and everyone was like jealous yes and I was like dude I think I was in the same class with him across in homeroom in seventh grade, no, eighth grade, in homeroom, eighth grade, in the art room, he, we got by happenstance, like our table was just a two person table for home, for homeroom. So everyone was mad that I sat with him for 15, 20 minutes by myself. And like, we became really good friends. every morning, <laughs> literally yeah, every morning. And we became really good friends because of that. like, we're still friends now. Like yeah. we hype each other up all the time. Yeah. I'll get like random story replies from him. So everyone, yes, that's how it like, started. Oh, hey. and- recently we just did like, the story reply thing I'm like oh hi <laughs> like forgot about this but oh hey. my gosh yeah it was so funny and then I stopped getting invited to the birthday parties um which was super cool and then oh. but yeah that's so funny oh, I believe all of the, like those girls yeah and all of high school I think we were all on bad terms and then I became friends with another group of girls and then or like girls and guy and then they deleted me after I said something about liking hardcore metal music and then I found my own my own self (laughs) and I I grew up I was a lot closer to the group of girls that we're talking about because I was a dancer and so were they and um I always was never a part of that French like I wanted so badly to be a part of that friend group and I just never was because I'm a year younger than everybody um so I just wasn't emotionally mature at this uh, and like I I dug a lot yeah. of like holes for myself within that friendship because I've my emotional immaturity um because I, I started school a year early so I was like a lot younger than everyone else and yeah I remember that being hard for you too you told me about that yeah and it's something that my parents regret to this day that they're like we, if we could go back we never would have put like put you like let you skip a uh, skip ahead because I basically also skipped a grade um like I tested out of like kindergarten or something oh awesome <laughs> I mean it was kindergarten but because of that I was yeah. it emotionally stunted my growth so they do regret it but I mean here we are but you're clearly very intelligent and a 3L in law school so like it, it, worked, it worked out, out. but um but yeah I think <laughs> we were really close still in sixth grade and yeah. then we weren't that close in seventh grade I just hit yeah. my mic sorry we were really close we weren't close in seventh grade and then we got close in eighth grade because you were hanging out with those guys and that, and I was now friends with Kevin. So like, he was like, he was friends with your friends mm-hmm. from like art and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I did hang out with that scene crowd a lot. Um, and he who, was like into one of, one Kevin of the was girls, into one of those girls, which is how like, we were like, that's how yes, that friendship yes, yes, happened. Yes. 
wasn't it um either this one or yes he's still in love with her or this one oh geez <laughs> kevin <laughs> they're still well actually me and you have gotten she has a i don't know if she still has it but she had her own little like shop of yeah i, I have, have I, no, I'm saying, I don't know if she still i, love I don't her. know if she still has the shop but you and i have both spoken with her now as adults because she started her About own it. what's it called what's what type of is it like what um it's um like little crystal jars and stuff it's really really cool like I it's it's just to, like help with clarity yeah, and she like personalize whatever them. you want to manifest yeah it's so cute you can like build it yourself or she can build it for you I wish I could if we have you have show notes you can put it in there just to hype her up <laughs> I don't know if it's a thing yeah I can put it in I'll put it in the show notes yeah no it would be really yeah. cool to support support what someone we went to middle school with but yeah um we both have like little crystal jars that she personalized for us with like things we want to work on for ourselves I think mine include like I don't know actually I wonder what mine are I'll put them in the show I forget what I think mine was to ward away like (laughs) evil or something like that because I had such a oh man I had a rough time in New York and New York was just a really hard place for me to live. So like, I just needed something in my new apartment to like, just ward off any bad energy that could potentially come towards me. I don't know what mine says. I'd have to get up to look, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had a really rough go of it in law school too. So mine definitely something to do with like clarity and like healing and like compassion and like all of those things. So, but yeah, it's so funny. Like it's just funny yeah. too how our lives have always intersected, but like we've been in, in and out in and out of each other's lives for thirteen years, just a while. Yeah, I think this is like after college. It's the yeah. longest time we've been not in the same place, and we're still just as close. <laughs> and we're I honestly think we're yeah. closer now that we're not in this new place because we are self actualizing and like we're in a healthier place ourselves. So we're able to be there and support each other. And I want to talk, we'll talk in part two about your small businesses and like everything yeah. you're doing, like job and stuff. Cause that's like definitely something to talk about too. But I just, I think like, it's in, like important to realize that like the whole, again, the thread of this is like, you know, your friends aren't going to necessarily be in the same cities as you. And like, and it, and it's only going to get harder as we get older and we get married or start having families like, and people move because of partners jobs or whatever (laughs) it is. Like does just because like Amber lives, I was in Miami and she was in New York. I was in Knoxville and she was in New York. And then now she's in Oklahoma city. Like doesn't the time changes and all that doesn't make us any less of friends. Like, you know, just because and if you're using that as an excuse to not be friends with someone, they're not your friend. That's all. (laughs) Because COVID not, not included, like you're playing right away and you can save money to see them. And like, I'm looking at flights to Denver. I mean, (laughs) if that's still an option (laughs) yeah, to come visit me over, yeah. To come visit me over winter break when my family's in Colorado, but, um, yeah. And like, also you can be so entwined in someone's lives and like, I always thought too that they weren't true friends if like I never hung out with them at my house yeah. or their house and like I didn't know their families and like because in the movies they're all like they're all in a small town usually so like they all are up in each other's business and like their whole families like we're like I know your parents you know mine but like we're not like we had our friendship like mutually exclusive from our parents and like 
I don't know. I think that's important to yeah. mention too. Like people think that like, or like they think that they can't break up with someone because their parents, their friends. It's like, if that person's not healthy for you, yeah. like screw what your parents think. Like you got to do what's right for you. I agree. Um, my mom always asks about you, by the way. Yeah. She's always like, how's Kayla doing? <laughs> she does. My parents oh. do ask about you all the time too. I love your mom. Yeah. You and Kevin, she, she, they always like ask, cause like literally they know that you're the people that I've like known yeah. the longest. And, and also too, like, and something that when we first started talking about doing a podcast episode and what it was going to be on, and we were just talking too about like, I'm not the same person I was when we met, obviously, or high school or even college or even last year. And like, you love me in all versions of myself, good or bad. And you've seen me in really dark days and in really good days and vice versa. And I think that shows true friendship. Like that is what to end it on like a high note, like that is what true friendship is. It like you are safe in your emotions and you can show your true self to them. And like, they are there for you and they won't judge you and they love you and support you. And they listen and they give advice when asked or if they're able to, but if not, they're just mm-hmm. there to listen. And like, you know, I'm proud of you. I love you. Like, I wish like, I'll talk to you next. I'm like, have like a good day. Like I hope you know, whatever you're going through works out. Like I know it will. And I can't wait to see what's next yeah. for you. Like it doesn't have to be like memes back and forth. And like the, 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 the things that we see as friendship now, like memes back and forth and like brunches and like cute outfits and like shopping. Pictures. And, like, <laughs> like, that's just not Amber and I's friendship. And it probably never yeah. will be like, we said, do send memes back and forth, but like, it's just, that's not our friendship. Like I mean, we would probably do brunch if we were ever like, oh yeah, when we're in the same town, but like we're not. And like, we most likely will never live in the same city again long-term. No. So like, that's just not our reality, but like that doesn't make us any less of friends because I'm not blasting it on the internet. Like if you've noticed, like I don't blast anyone on the internet, but myself. So doesn't mean I don't have friends. It's just, they're my, they're personalized friendships. Like friendships and relationships should be personal. Have you seen that trend? of um like the soft launch of boyfriends that like you see like a hand I have I haven't seen like a trend but I know that that's a thing yeah (laughs) and it's like it's like it's like a meme that's going around that's why it's like a trend but it's it's literally like me like I'm not gonna share like my boyfriend whenever I have one like it just oh she'll like tease it soft launch it (laughs) and you all know who it is until I marry them um a foot like I'll post like one wedding photo and like that's it um but I don't know. I just, you don't have to blast on the internet to make it a thing. Like Uh, that's a whole other, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay if you do, but just because you don't, doesn't make them any less. Yeah, exactly. And if your friends won't believe that you're friends with them because you don't post them on the internet, then like, that's yeah, no, not at all. Cause I see that a lot too. It's like, it's like my boyfriend won't post me. We've been dating for six months and he won't post me on his Instagram feed. Does that mean he doesn't like me? No, he probably has like three pictures. Total. Seven followers, three pictures. <laughs> yeah. One of them. <laughs> or the rod, just like eh, going fishing. <laughs> the fishing rod on a boat, probably in a, a sports hat. The keys. <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Or like a Miami Heat jersey oh or something. Dolphins Football jersey, jersey from high school. Um, <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You know who I just thought of that we could talk oh. about? But we, we're not going to talk about it here because it's not like. <laughs> there's so many things <laughs> bye oh thank God. you for the listening <laughs>
like the stories we could share oh, no. but I just I, I this this episode's like a hot it's mess right. but I wanted friendship. to <laughs> it's literally our friendship but I wanted to I wanted to showcase this because this is what true friendship is exactly like it's just catching up for a few hours every once in a while and like laughing and sharing memories and like to end it on a good note like what what what's next for you like what are you most excited about like and 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 I'm asking that to end it because sharing like you know you share the bad but you laugh about the memories but you also like look forward to the next person's like next adventure yeah so what what, I we talked about this earlier this week but like I just got a raise at my job and that's super exciting and validating because I switched my entire career and my entire life to move to Oklahoma city, big whoop, but (laughs) I like it here, but it's like, it's, it's one of those things that's like super validating. And like, we, we will talk about imposter syndrome another time. Um, I know Kayla at least will on the podcast, but I've, I'm a graphic designer because I taught myself how to do it. And like getting a raise to the amount of money that I just did, like, that's insane. And like, I can't believe it. I cannot believe after six months of working there and like, I know. I was like, it was, I, I forgot to six ask months. Him, but I was like, I knew it was recent six months. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like this whole thing. And like, I'm just looking forward to like growing my own small business and like growing all of that. And yeah. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Uh, graduation and the bar Yay. exam. Um, no, but I mean, yes, but, um, and a more happy note. I mean, I'm very excited to graduate. I can't wait to be done, but, um, not very excited to take the bar exam, but excited for it to be over, but just honestly, like still like figuring out like I know what I want and now it's just like putting the steps in place to go after it and um moving back home and finding a job that I'm passionate about and that I love and that I want to do every day and hopefully travel when the world opens back (laughs) let's go somewhere (laughs) um, yeah I wanna I wanna do um oh yeah next summer have you been you've been you've been once yeah. Well, anyway, we'll end it here. Um, we're going to probably yeah. talk for a little while longer off air, but I'm really glad yeah. we got to chat about this just because I think it's so important to showcase healthy friendships and like the different ways friendships evolve and like can look like, and like, yeah, showcase a healthy friendship for people wanting that. And maybe knowing that they're not in a healthy friendship or looking, knowing, realizing that they, they may not have a lot of friends, but wanting that and like what to look for. So whoever's listening, if you've made it to the end, cause it's been a long one. Like, I hope that, <laughs> I hope that this helped you in all of its hot mess glory. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, where can everyone find you shout out like your, your, your businesses and your personal stuff. Yeah. So my, um, my small business is at leaf and letter.co. Um, it is a small sticker and stationery shop. Um, I make pretty things I can make custom things so you can get in touch with me there. And then my personal Instagram, because my last name is really hard to spell. Um, it's just at two underscores hamburger, like hamburger, but without the H. <laughs> yeah. I, I love your, it's been like I that since middle school. I love how it's never, changed. no, <laughs> yeah, it's mine. Hasn't either, no. but I just, mine is all, has always just been my name. See, my name just um, can't be my brand because it's so hard to say. <laughs> Yeah. It's plaques. Yes. by the way. It's not like, it, it's easy to say. It's like hard to like concept. It's hard to read and also um, say at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, Thank for you for having me. I'm really. I'm really happy that we we've caught up in the last few weeks. Yeah. And we get to 
to do this together. Yay. I know it was another long one. Do you expect anything less from me at this point? And this was definitely quite a hot mess, but that's just our friendship. And like we said throughout the episode, and I'm glad you guys get to see a little bit into baby Kayla and her evolution and just getting to celebrate friendships with really supportive women and what friendship means to me, especially as an adult. And it felt really good to catch up with one of my oldest friends. And as I was listening back to this episode in editing, I just got a really warm and fuzzy feeling and just makes me feel really, really good and happy to know that Amber and I have been friends for about 14 years now. This episode was recorded back in October. Um, and now it's March, so we're going on 14 years. She's about to turn 26, I'm about to turn 25, and we're planning our, our her birthday trip, not this year because of the bar exam, but next year, to celebrate all the things that have come in our life in the last few years. You no know, big things on the horizon for us both, so thank you guys so much for listening. As always, if you like this episode, please leave a rating and review. Please subscribe to the podcast, follow us on instagram tiktok and go follow amber and leaf and letter co i will link it all in the show notes as always share if you like this episode and thank you guys so much for just coming along for the ride and celebrating life with me in this episode it was really a really special one so with that i will let you go thank you guys so much for listening and i'll talk to you guys next week Thank you.